comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Gospel of Jesus Christ. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I just can't get away from that phrase, some sweet day. You know, no air pollution, some sweet day. The devil will be in the lake of fire and brimstone. The universe will be rid from sin. And it won't be nobody hanging around but God's children. Some sweet day. And you know what? You don't have to work to get there. I heard my Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. You ain't strong enough to walk to heaven, friend. Come on now. If man can't jump up and orbit the earth, you, you, you can't jump up and get to heaven. Amen. It all comes as a result of Jesus. I'm confident now more than ever before that we're living in a generation that's untaught, unloved, unkept, uncared for. I'm also convinced that there are a lot of young people that are struggling, an older person, that are struggling trying to really find out what is this church situation, what is this business about church, what is all this really all about? Searching for answers and, and seeking out. And unfortunately, a lot of people are looking for the right answers in the wrong places. Don't you want to know what this business about church is all about and what it ought to be about? And we are, we are facing now a generation that is poverty-stricken when it comes to the things of God. Amen. There was a time, you know, uh, people would understand that they wouldn't allow their children to run up and play in the pulpit area. We're, we're, we're facing a generation that really don't know anything about God. Amen. But want to know. I would, I would love for it to be said of us and our generation that we are the generation of, of them that seek him, that yeah. seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I believe that, 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 that we are a remnant, a part of, not the whole nine yards, but a part of those that are really seeking for God's will and purpose and word and way and wisdom to direct our lives. Because you just don't get this many folk up and moving in Shreveport at 8 o'clock in the morning. Amen. 
Amen. So I believe that we are the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. But we need instruction. We need to understand what God has said and what this really uh, business about church is really all about. And so, as you know, those of you that have been gathering here, we have been studying the, uh, the gifts of the Spirit concerning spiritual gifts. And uh, we know that behind yours, you may be seated, God bless you. We know that behind these spiritual gifts and behind the teachings that the Lord sent to the church out here, behind these teachings, on the heels of these teachings, come the results of the teaching. One of the ministers shared with me this morning and last night, they went forth and laid hands in the name of Jesus on some people. One had uh, sickle cell anemia, and uh, the brother almost jumped up out the bed when they, that boat of, of Holy Ghost electricity traveled through that brother's fingertips. And I understand that another one in Minden yesterday that carried the gospel down there laid hands on a paralyzed person in the name of Jesus, and both legs jumped up off the bed. Hallelujah. See, I'm talking about operating, amen, I'm talking about operating in the things of the Spirit. And now, uh, see, we're young enough, and we're vivacious enough, and we're strong enough in getting stronger in order to go, and, and we can drive, and we can get anywhere we need to get to, and we can reach whomever we need to reach for the cause of Jesus Christ. So I'm telling you, church, we, this is the mother load. We are sitting on top of a gold mine. Amen. Amen. So if we fail, it's, it's our fault. If we fail, but you know what? We won't. We won't. Oh, we, we may get a little weird on our journey. We won't fail. We may get tired, you know, in the work. We, don't, we won't ever get tired of the work. Amen. Now, we, we, we're going on. Come hell, high water, rain, shine, sleep, or snow. But the Lord has impressed. We, we're not going to, we, we're going to break in our, in our, in our instructions. And, and teaching uh, concerning spiritual gifts this morning, and the Lord has directed our attention to the fact of the things that we have just shared with you, and that is that we are living in a generation that is untaught, unloved, unlovely, and for the most part, uncared for. And a lot of you have come here this morning because you heard the word was here. Amen. A lot of you have come this morning because you heard the word of God was here. And so God wants to share with you this morning, we're going back to ABCs. We're going back to the basics. Amen. Now, we may catch spiritual gifts next week, but this morning, the Lord has. Amen. We're going back to basics. And some of you probably wonder, well, what is basics? That's why the Lord brought you here this morning. So that you'll know once you leave here what the basics are. Now, I want you to turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 1 and verses 16 and 17. Let us enunciate those passages together, please. Let us read. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. 
All right, we're going to talk this morning and instruct on what the gospel is, the gospel of Christ. That word gospel means good news. It means good news. Okay, now watch this. Paul says to the church at Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ. The good news about Jesus. Paul says, I'm not ashamed. Now, the deities and the false idol gods in Rome and that then pagan world, each one of them had temples built by hands for their gods. Are you listening? They had temples built by hands for their gods in the Roman Empire. And the Caesars of Rome were worshipped. And so the Apostle Paul, knowing that in Rome at that particular time, there was no building per se for the believers to gather in. So when the idol worshippers looked at their temple to their idol gods and they say, well, that's our God and that's where we worship. That's our God and that's where we fellowship. Paul, knowing that the Christians did not have a building or a consecrated place to worship, Paul says on the heels of that, I don't have to have a temple to worship God in per se because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So it says that even though that there's no building there, I want to let you know that it, it may seem like our God is not able to supply our need and get us a building, but I want to let you know that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Even though we don't have a building up there, I am still not ashamed. Because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so this is God's house. So what seemed to be a message that was so weak in the first century in the Roman Empire, the message of the gospel seemed to have been so weak, but it wasn't. It seemed to be. But it was not. But it seemed to be. But it was not. So when the Christians went out with the gospel just coming out of their spirit, out of their mouth, and having no temple to show the power of their God like these other idol gods had, it had them, in a, in a sense, feeling like the word that they was carrying was inadequate. All right. All right, Some of you have felt that way. Yes, sir. When you're out there on that job witnessing for Jesus and lifting up Jesus and, and, and praising God and sharing the word, it seemed like yes, the gospel is so inadequate. Right. It seemed like yes, sir. it ain't nothing but just some phony words that are coming out of your mouth. It seemed like. Yes, but I heard Miss Daphne sing this morning. There is a war going on. And if you're going to win, you got to have the word of God deep down within. This battle cannot be won with bullets and guns. You need to arm, a friend. So as you share the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is as powerful today as it was 1900 years ago. So I wonder, can you say like Paul said this morning, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know Buddha didn't die for me. I know Confucius didn't die for me. I know Red Knight didn't die for me. I don't have to send $20 off get no prayer cloth. The gospel is sufficient. And I'm not ashamed of it. Jim Jones, whatever, I'm not ashamed. Amen. 
of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now watch this. For it is, the gospel is, the power of God. Listen, young generation. It's enough power in this gospel to make the gambler put his dice down, to make the racetrack fanatic quit putting the money on the horse and put it in the church. It's enough power in this gospel to make a man love his family and a wife love her husband. It's enough power in this gospel to turn the whole world to Christ. Yes, it is. And you know how the Holy Ghost has made this thing so solidified in its effort? It's so powerful, yet it's so stern, yet it's so simple, yet it's so dynamic. And you know, those that carry the gospel, the first one to be changed by it ought to be the one that's carrying it. Huh? Now, now, are you listening? Now, the first one that carries the gospel ought to be the first one that it changed. Now, you need to hear this with your heart. You need to hear this with your heart. If you're going to carry the gospel, then... Then if somebody out there say, well, uh, that ain't true. Mm. I mean, if all else fails, yes, sir. especially if you're a woman, you ought to reach in your purse and get your little mirror. Y'all know how y'all carry a mirror. Open it up and look and see what the gospel has transformed. <laughs> now, that will strengthen your argument. It ain't about show me some sign in all this business. When you out there with that gospel and people talking about that ain't true, that don't work, I don't believe that, take your mirror out and say, ha, 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 it works! It works! Fold it up, put it back in your purse and say, now, Jesus is able. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Of Christ. See, it ain't my gospel. It ain't my good news. I, I am just called to share this good news. I am not ashamed. I will not hide myself. I will not be going through any kind of extra effort to avoid people because my life has been made new. I don't have to hide booze when folk come to my door because when I was converted, I threw all the booze out the door. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. If I had this woman out there I was messing around with, oh, when I came to Jesus, I gave her her mail. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. When I came to Jesus as I was, where I grown and sad and found in him a resting place, the Lord God of heaven through Jesus made me glad. And I told the world then, bye. When I get this gospel together, I'll be back. Five years. I studied and mended my net and got myself together before the Lord to understand the word of God. Five long years. Because I knew what Jesus had done for me. Oh, they called me crazy. They said I'd gone over the edge. They, they said that I would never get back. They said I was Brentwood bound. But five years after church every Sunday and through the week, I'd come home and I'd lie on the floor and I'd read my Bible. And I'd ask the Lord to teach me and I'd ask the Lord to break his word down to me. And then when I got so weary with reading, I would, I would lay my head on the Bible and breathe sweetly there. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
wake up, turn the lamp on, and read some more, then go and get on my knees and thank the Lord, and then go to sleep. Five years. I sit at the feet of Jesus. Five years. It's, it's 15 now and going into 16. I wanted to know. I'm not saying that I have arrived. But I didn't take lightly what Jesus had done and what Jesus is to me. I didn't pass it off as just some kind of Sunday morning experience. But I knew that I had called on him. At the door of suicide, when I had no longer a desire to live, I called on Jesus. And I knew that, that, that I had accepted him and that he had accepted me. It wasn't nobody there. In my living room on that late Wednesday night. Wasn't anybody there but me? Billy Graham on the TV? Giving me instructions about how to call on Jesus. I turned that TV off after the program, got on my knees. And cried out to Jesus. And told him, Lord, I believe that you're the one that suffered, bled, and died. Lord, I believe that you're the one that's able to save me right now. Lord, I believe that you're able. Lord, save me right now. Come into my heart and save me right now. That's been more than 15 years ago. And I got excited. That was a Wednesday night. Went to work that Thursday morning and started telling people, I accepted Jesus. They started getting away from me like I had something on me. I began to feel like something was wrong with me. And so I said, now I need to get this thing together. So I went silent. All right. And then when I began to carry my Bible away, it seemed Satan was attacking my mind in every direction. And it seemed like the Bible weighed five tons. And everybody in the plant was looking at me. And it looked like that was the longest walk with that Bible. This is the same Bible. <laughs> this is the same one. But if I had quit back then, then I wouldn't be here now. Don't you quit. You started out with Jesus, you go on. Don't you quit. Five years I studied. Oh, friend, let me tell you something. The Lord, the Lord taught me. I know what I know, and I give God the glory. I know what I know. And all that I don't know that God wants to teach me, I'm ready to receive. But it's amazing. I studied the doctrines of just about every major denomination in, Shre in Shreveport or in America. The major ones. I know what they're teaching. I know the error in them. I know the flaw that's there. And the word of God has stood true back then. And it's still holding tight right now. So I'm going to tell you, those of you in here this morning that have made a, a confession of faith in Jesus Christ and look like your friends and loved ones and family have turned away from your friend, you go on with Jesus. You go on with the Lord. Because this gospel is the power of God Amen. unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Now watch this. To everyone that what? Believe. To everyone that what? Okay. Now we understand that to everyone here that believeth. Now it ain't the power of God to the one who does not believe. That's why you're getting in conflict with your, with your kin folks and stuff. They don't believe it. So therefore it ain't going to do nothing for them. I mean, you can have a car and a car key in your hand. If you don't believe that the car is going to run, then you won't even take time to open the door and get anything and try to crank it up. So to you, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. But to those that don't believe, the gospel don't do nothing. That's why when people come to church time and time and time again, they never commit their hearts to Jesus Christ. You know why? They don't believe. They still got some messing around out there they need to do. And then the devil will tell you, you're too young to be dedicated and consecrated and committed to Jesus Christ. 
And then, you know, I get so sick of this garbage about peer pressure. That's a, that's a lie. That's a lie. The gospel is able to set you free, friend. I don't care if nobody on earth loves me. God does. So I'm not going to lay down my convictions for somebody to fall in love with me for me to do wrong. When the gospel is the power of God under salvation. I need to, instead of letting them change me, I need to put that word on them so that God can change them. Gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. If you're being attacked by a, a, a horde of bees and you got a can of rain, would you use it? Well, well, then why don't you do the same thing in your family and on your job and wherever you meet people that's attacking you, you know, because of your faith in Christ? You got the gospel, will you use it? Use it then. Use it. That's why God gave it to you. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. If you believe it, you use it. Now, belief and faith are two different things. You need to understand that. Belief and faith are two different things. Belief ain't faith and faith ain't belief. It's the, it's the, it's, it's, it's the same coin, got a head and a tail. Belief is believing. That's a heavy revelation. <laughs> That's my best shot. Amen. I know y'all waiting on something else. That's what it is. <laughs> believing is believing. Faith is faith. If I had a glass of water in my hand, and I was thirsty. And I believe that this is water. What would I do? Drink it. The drinking is the faith part. Just believing is water and doing nothing about it. That's all you're doing, believing. But the moment I take the drink, then I, that's faith because I believe it so much until I'm acting upon what I believe. You got it? Okay, so if you believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ is able to save you, then you'll have to get up and start moving and calling on Jesus. That is where faith comes in. So the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. Believe it what? Believe it to the extent that you act upon it and commit your whole life to it. Because just believing ain't enough. The devils believe that there's one God in truth. But the devils ain't saved. So you can sit here all day and believe, oh yeah, I believe that Jesus died for me. Yeah, I believe that he rose again. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe. I, I, matter of fact, I believe everything in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Why come you don't live like that? How come you ain't tired? How come you ain't in prayer meeting? How come you don't have encouraging words for your brothers and sisters? If you believe it, it's going to be seen in your L-I-F-E. So if the Lord has brought you in here this morning, you've been saying, I believe it, I believe it, but I, I, I need to do something else before I make this commitment to Jesus Christ. You don't believe it. 
You're playing around. Because that which you believe, you're going to act upon. If I were to come in your house 2.30 in the morning, break the windows out and, and, and cry, fire! I mean, it really was a fire and everything. Smoke all through the house. Would you all go with me? I mean, would, would you get mad because I broke your window? I don't think so. That's what the gospel is. We cry to this generation, fire! Amen. A lot of people don't believe. Amen. No more water, but fire next time. Same thing. Okay, now watch this. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first, and also to the Greek. To the who first? Yeah. To the who first? Yeah. Was Paul a Jew? Yes, of the tribe of Benjamin. Pharisee of the Pharisees. Now watch this, you need to see this. To who first? Yeah. Was Paul a Jew? Yeah. To the who first? Yeah. Was Paul a Jew? Yeah. Well, why did he say to the Jew first? Huh? He had to do what? Yes, he had to receive it first before he could give it to anybody else. Today's message, Gospel of Jesus Christ, FC6014, FC6014, is now available on CD for only $5. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us. Greenwoodacres at Comcast.net. Greenwood Acres has a new website. You can go there to get ministry announcements, connect with the ministry, purchase messages and merchandise, and so much more. It can be found at GWAFGBC.org. That's GWAFGBC.org. We also have a new Know Your Bible video on demand page. You can access it from the website's main page. Just click on the Know Your Bible on demand link we trust that it will be a blessing to you. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when?
I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.